0: And welcome to another episode of FTU Life After the Military. I'm your host Tony Rodriguez. This is a very early episode on Sunday morning of uh, FTU, um, but I wanted to get a little bit of information out um, before I head out and go to Home Depot and Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like, well, I don't know. I might not have enough time for that today. We'll see. Um. But I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, one on the bright side, you know, on, I wanted to um, talk about the VFW. So if you don't know about the VFW, it's uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars. Um, I recently joined. I joined Post uh, 10630 out here in Hope Mills. And if you don't know how to join, you can go to a post and just talk to them there and they'll be more than happy to sign you up or you can go online like I did again Google, Google. Google knows everything right. I just typed in BFW and it came up I signed up and then you could pick your post where you want to go to. Uh, for me uh, I don't didn't want to be in the military anymore that's why I retired uh, but I served my country and now I want to serve my community right. Um, I have my license as a paramedic but I don't want to do anything in medicine so for me Going The route in the VFW was great because they do stuff around the community. They help out. And plus, I'm able to meet some of our brothers and sisters who uh, served in previous conflicts who don't get the recognition that they deserve. Um, There are a couple of Vietnam vets in there, and those guys are just awesome. And it was a privilege just to thank them for their service. Uh, Now I understand the other side of it, like where where people are coming from, because those guys sacrificed a lot. And it's not like now where when they came back from Vietnam, they were ostracized, they were just put down, they were they were not treated right. And so for me, just to be able to spend a little time with them, that, that was great. That was that made my Thursday. And honestly, Thursday I was a little tired. Um so to see them and just to chit chat was great. And I'm hoping to uh go out and do a few events with them. Um now don't get me wrong, uh the first topic that came up was uh, there was a unit from the military who requested assistance from this uh, post, right? And they uh, said it's for their fall festival. And I thought, well, how many units do a fall festival, right? Well, it just so happens that it's the unit that I came out of. It's like, sweet Jesus, you have got to be kidding me. It's like, I just left. And this this unit keeps following me around. So I was tempted to get up and just walk out because I don't want anything to do with that unit. Um, At least not right now, maybe six months from now. um, Once I get all this out of my system, maybe I will, but not today. And so fortunately, the gentleman there, no, 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 don't worry about it. You don't have to assist in this. Uh, You know, it's, we're a team. So you volunteer for whatever you want and You're not obligated to do anything. So that was awesome. That was great. I thought that they might still have a military structure or mindset. And they do slightly, um, but you're not forced to do anything, which is great. So if you have the opportunity, I highly recommend going, at least checking out the VFW. It might not be for you. I don't know. But there are different organizations. And again, uh, you know, I want to try different things. I want to get out, again, taking guitar lessons, dance lessons, uh, you know, applying for a Ph.D., doing this podcast, uh, writing my self-help book, just trying to do things that I didn't have the opportunity and didn't have the freedom to do prior. Uh, So that leads me into my next topic, right? So this podcast, what is this podcast about? Well, it's just to get information out there to people who are transitioning out or people who are in, and are thinking about getting out, and even people who have been out for years. You know, this is for whoever wants to listen. Uh, My whole point of this is to, if you're looking for a job, be proud of your service to the military, and use it to your advantage when it's needed. Um, If it's going to help you get that interview, then definitely use it. Uh, My recommendation, though, is to try to change your mindset in how, how you approach things. You have to judge the situation and sometimes you might have to be a little bit more direct or a little bit more forceful. And when I say forceful, I don't mean like get up and punch somebody in the face. It's just, well, more assertive. Or sometimes you just might have to be a little humble and and that's fine. The reason why I bring this up is I just came back from the gym, right? And I saw a gentleman who was my uh, Sergeant Major in the 82nd. I like this gentleman. He, he's a nice guy. Um, But he saw my business cards because I dropped them off at the, at the gym. And so he, he's the type of person who, when he speaks, his teeth are clenched. So he speaks through his teeth. I, I don't know if he thinks this is intimidating. makes gives him a position of authority. Uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It Actually, it, I thought it's quite pathetic. And the reason why I think it's quite pathetic is because he never transitioned mentally out of the military. When the topic of the the podcast came up, his question was, so Rodriguez, tell me, why are you doing this? Well, one, my name is Tony or Antonio or Mr. Rodriguez. And I had to explain that to him because I'm not in the military anymore. So don't just call me Rodriguez. I liked him. So you can call me Tom or Mr. Rodriguez. But I'm not a sergeant and I'm not a private. So don't think you have some sort of authority over me because you don't. And I bring this up because there are quite a few people who still have that mentality where they still think they, they're holding on to their rank. And in my interviews, that I had, nobody ever asked me about my rank. Well, what rank did you have when you left the military? Nobody cares. What they want to see is if I able, was able to transition out mentally, have a different perspective, not be aggressive. Can I be a team player? Do I understand the position, the requirements of the position? And quite frankly, they wanted to see if I was, just had a tiny bit of humility sure whatever i have to demonstrate so i can get the position because i wanted to work there right so coming in having this crazy attitude where well explain to me this no i don't have to explain anything to you that's the freedom of retiring that's the greatness of retiring, is i don't have to explain anything to anyone ever again my boss yes i have to explain things to him and he's great. He's awesome. He gave me this assignment. I did this assignment, and he gave me very little uh, uh, explanation of what he wanted. So I did the did the assignment, and we reviewed it. And then he he gives me his feedback. And uh, great. Now at least now I know what he's looking for. Right? He didn't destroy me. He didn't crush my soul. He didn't call me names. He just said, "Hey, you have." It was a PowerPoint slide, right? That's how he prefers to instruct, which is awesome. I don't care if it's a PowerPoint slide. If you want me to draw hieroglyphics on the wall, whatever you want, I'll do it. That's fine. If, if you want me to speak and teach in Klingon, uh, I'll learn Klingon and I'll do it. Whatever you want. So he prefers PowerPoint. Okay. I, ha- I had a lot of writing on my slides. He's like, just narrow it down to a single sentence and four bullets per slide and put some pictures on there. Okay, that's great because now I know what he expects. This is awesome. And I don't like to do like any little assignments because soldier, as a soldier, I didn't like to uh, write things down. It's like, just tell me what I need to know. And if it's important, I'll remember it. And if it's not, I'll, I'll flush it. Uh, so he's great because he gave me that assignment and he has very good people skills. When this guy speaks, I take notes on what he's saying and then how he's saying it, because I want to mimic his leadership style. He was prior service, but he transitioned out, completely transitioned out, still holding on a little bit. So he knows how the military works, but he made a successful transition. So I'm trying to mimic what he does so I can do be Where he is, you know, I don't want the responsibility he has because he's, he's responsible for a lot of people. And quite frankly, uh, I don't care how much they pay me. I I don't want that responsibility anymore. Um, But he's a good leader. And I bring this up, we're going to segue into, um, and I, I don't mean to, I'm not criticizing the military. Again, I understand the military has a mission. It's to win wars. I understand that. But with that being said, we need to understand That when you're in the military, you go to a lot of schools that aren't going to translate um, to outside the military, right? Um, So back in 2015, there was this unconventional warfare school that was the hotness for everybody. It's like, oh, if you go to this school, you're going to get promoted. One, I don't know anybody who went to that school that was ever promoted. Two, um, during my interviews, nobody ever asked me, hey, did you attend this unconventional warfare school? Nobody cares. Nobody. This uh, network development course, I get it. It's hotness, right? If you want to get promoted, you're going to go to it. Nobody on the outside cares about this. And I mean, no one. All right. Third, and most importantly, I know officers love this school, SAMS, right? This uh, advanced military science nonsense, right? Well, guess what? Nobody cares about Sam's. I know officers in the military walk around. I'm a Sam's graduate. I'm a Sam. Who cares? (laughs) Sam's. Take your Sam's certificate and flush it down the toilet because that's what it's worth. And I don't mean to criticize the military because I get it, right? We have to go to these schools. Somebody has to go. And it means something in the military. And if getting promoted in the military is important to you, then, yes, you should go to these schools. You do what's right for you. You do what's right for you and your family and only you can decide that. And I bring this up because my last commander that I had when I was in a line unit, he was great. Like this guy was awesome. Everybody loved him. Very easy going. He would give you guidance. And when he had to, he would tell you what to do. He was in charge. I got it. He's a commander and I'm, I'm not. I was only the first sergeant. I provide suggestions and guidance, but he makes decisions and I totally understand that the one thing I disagreed with Is that he would uh, explain to younger soldiers is like, well, you don't have to go take college because college is not required for you to get promoted. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, and that was hurting our younger soldiers because you have to not you have to look at the big picture, all right? Not just what's going to get me promoted to sergeant first class because honestly, who cares? Who cares? You'll get promoted. But that college degree is going to help you out along the way. When I went on my interviews, they asked me, Hey, what certifications do you have? PMP certification. Oh, okay, that's great. Uh, Do you have a college degree? Yes, I do. What's the highest level of college do you have? I have three masters. Oh, okay. And then we proceeded with the interview. Nobody ever asked, Hey, did you go to this operational design course? Nope. Nobody cared. So I understand what he's saying. Again, you have to understand the military, right? The military's, um, it's a war machine. It's meant to win wars. So that's that's what we have to focus on. And as company commanders, they're under, they have to have a certain amount of people certified in all these schools. You can't just have people go to college all the time because then it looks bad upon them. Right. They want to get promoted, too. And I understand that. But instead of telling soldiers, hey, you don't need college. What are you doing? Maybe rephrase that and say, hey, maybe you might want to try to take at least one class a semester. Right. Who can't complete one class in 16 weeks? It's one class. It's not difficult. Now, for some people, it might be. And I understand that. But instead of saying, hey, don't go to college well, maybe you might want to pursue some sort of trade right? Like the community college has night classes. Maybe you can go learn how to wow or learn take a course in marketing or maybe something in how to be a social media influencer, right? I don't know. But to tell people, to shut people down and tell them, oh, you don't need that to get promoted. That's very narrow-minded and we're hurting. We're hurting our young soldiers and we're hurting our veterans because then when they get out, Hey, well, I have all the look, I have NDC, ODC, I have uh, unconventional warfare, I've been to SEER, and guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody ever asked me if I want to SEER. Nobody. You want to know why? Because nobody cares. Nobody cares. So I don't mean to rant. It's just I saw this person, and he brought up a lot of uh, points that I wanted to bring out in my podcast but I have it because uh, I want to give that time to the guests. And plus, I've had five concussions. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I just forget because I've been concussed five times. So I don't remember everything. Um, so I wanted to get it out before I forgot again, yet again. And just remind people like, hey, w- once you retire, it's okay, to tr- it's okay to be proud of your service. And if you want to hold on to that, if you want to just never let go of the military, that's okay too. You have done your time. You've served your country honorably. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. The only people you owe an explanation to is yourself. I'd say you owe it to your family, but honestly, you don't even owe it to them. If you want to explain things to your family, by all means, go right ahead. But the only person you want an explanation to is yourself. I do this podcast because I want to help our brothers and our sisters. That's it. I'm not trying to make money off of this. As you see, there are no ads. I've been contacted multiple times. Hey, do you want to have ads in your podcast? No. I've been contacted by people uh, through various uh, social media sources, Okay. Like, hey, can I come on and promote this? I don't know you, so no, I can't honestly say that you're out there to help veterans. If I can do, if I have a little time to do research, then sure, but I haven't had that time, so I'm not going to have them on the podcast. But this podcast is whatever I choose it to be because I don't owe anybody an explanation. Whoever's listening, I'll. I just want to make sure that you understand that I just want to help people. That's it. Uh, so, if you have any questions, please email me at arantonirodriguez98 at gmail.com. Again, I have t shirts. Uh, I also have some business cards, and I'm in the process of running a billboard on the All American Expressway uh, just to, to get the message out. Um, but before, again, I just want to make this a short a short podcast um, because it's Sunday morning and I want to go out um, because it's not too hot today. So I'm going to head out. Uh, but before I do that, again, we always want to end on a high note, right? Um, so first of all, whew, thank the Lord. Tied one last night. It got scary. I wasn't sure they were going to pull it through, but they did. So roll tide. And two, back to the VFW. So for people in North Carolina – um, the VFW is, is uh, sponsoring this uh, essay contest for um, kids in junior high and in high school. And the first essay, um, the first one is called Patriot's Pen, and it's for middle school students. And so th- this essay is, uh, you know, if you go on to youth scholarships, go into Google, type in youth scholarships, VFW, And you look this up, um, it'll provide all the information. But, um, you know, this can go to um, the VFW post 10630. And if it wins here at at this post, then the kids win. I think it's like $100. And then each level it goes up, they win a little bit more. And, you know, once they, if they win the national level, it's pretty high. I think they win a scholarship. Again, I don't have all the details, but why not um, look into this and see what your kids can can win um, because, uh, I'm going to be honest, uh, I got uh, some scholarships for my daughter because people just weren't applying. And why not try and see what, what you can win? Um, and the second one is called Voice of Democracy. And this, this is uh, geared towards high school students and again you know they'll win something at the lower levels and each time they go up they'll, they'll win more money and if you go on to this uh, to this link you scholarships uh, VFw uh, you'll see other links and it'll take you to the applications and there's also YouTube videos and it'll show uh, previous year's winners and you where they recite their essays um, so this is a great opportunity for your kids. Um, you know and again the VFW is just trying to give give back and so let's let's try to support them and have people uh, you know, submit some essays okay so as always, um, you know I want to give another shout out to Taco because um, my grandbaby again wanted to make sure that everybody knows that Taco is the best puppy out there um, so again Taco good job. Good job for just being you. And uh, as always, you're important. You matter. You are special. Take care of yourselves mentally and physically. Zot, zot, zot. And roll tie.